Today's episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Scout Durwood. On a rooftop, scout it out. Welcome to Down with Joe DeRosa. One topic, one guest, one hour. We're going to do things with a guest and a topic today for an hour. But before we do that, you know what I got to do. I, come on. I got dates coming up. Live shows, December, Southern Tour. I know it's not December yet. It's only November, but December's coming. And right before Christmas, I'm hitting Atlanta and a bunch of southern cities. Check out JoeDeRosaComedy.com, and uh, you'll, you'll get all the details there and blah, blah, blah. New CD. Ah, digital album. Does anybody have a CD anymore? It's out. Mistakes were made. The B-sides. Go pick it up. Ten bucks. Two albums worth of material. Great. Okay, enough. Today's topic, feminism. For those of you that might be unfamiliar with this concept, feminism can be defined as the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of political, social, and economic equality to men. Sounds fair. Sounds right. Sounds proper. So then why is it something that so many people still need to struggle for? And I say people, not women, because I know a lot of guys that have jumped into the fight for feminism. And it is a fight. For every person that waves the flag in favor of feminism, there is, without question, someone with equal vigor waiting to burn it. Maybe it's because males had the money and authority first and they're just too reluctant to ever fully give it up. Maybe it's because certain males want to support feminism, but don't see a way to do so without being completely emasculated. Maybe it's because certain males think that feminism and chivalry can't coexist in the same universe. And look, don't get me wrong. Men are not the only adversaries of modern-day feminism. There are women, some of them feminists, that take issue with the current state of the cause. Simply put, we're at a crossroads Everybody seems to have a different take on this topic. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that many of the unbalanced traditions of our parents and grandparents still linger, while many of the progressive perspectives of the new age have yet to fully take hold. So you end up with old school and new school camps all having to sit around the same fire. It doesn't work. And if that's the case, maybe we just need to be active but patient while the metamorphosis slowly takes place. But there is another point of view. Maybe our efforts to progress into a non-gender, unisexual mindset come at the expense of a base necessity to define genders. Sorry, men and women are different, and sometimes defining those differences needs to go further than our genitalia. Sometimes those differences can actually empower and unify us instead of tearing us apart. In fact, When it comes to our romantic, professional, or platonic relationships, we discriminate in that fashion all the time. We just don't really talk about it. Every group, whether it consists of two people or 20, has their alphas, their omegas, the gatherers, the hunters, the leaders, the followers, the men, and the women. And people are usually happy to be in the positions they're in. Why? Because it fits them. So is it truly wrong to suggest that one sex might naturally gravitate towards one or more of those particular roles? Personally, I don't think so. But is it wrong for us to suggest that one sex isn't capable of fulfilling any one of those particular roles? Yes, absolutely. That's wrong and outdated, especially in a day and age where men and women can pay doctors to become one another 
he's and she's frequently want to be called she's and he's, and there are chicks with dicks and dudes with pussies, both literally and metaphorically. I can't think of a better guest to discuss this topic with than the one I have here today. She's been seen on stage as a wonderful stand-up and cabaret performer. She's been seen on the Mindy Project. That's on your television. And coming this spring, also on your television, she will be seen on Oxygen's Funny Girls, and she's a feminist. And I dated her, but not (laughs) currently. Scout Gerwood. (laughs) Hello, Joe. Thank you for having me tonight. Thank you for being here. Of course, man. How are you? I feel great. That was really great. Thank you. There's a lot of really good stuff in there. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I really did, yeah. Uh, I was I was a little worried that um, that you might, like, like I was going to do this tirade, and then you were going to go, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Like, what are you talking about? You sound like a pig. You never I don't know. Think I actually, I was impressed. I think you, you hit, you hit some of the big pieces of it, which are that if feminism, if the assertions that men and women are equal, the difficulty is they're different. Right. So it's, that's a hard thing to equals a tough word to throw in there, even though that's the goal. It is. It right? is tough. We it's, it, it's, I always like think it's tough. Particularly, this is a hard topic. I, I, we did an episode about, I think it was about sexism. Sure. Uh, it was a while ago, but I remember kind of saying at the top of it, like that I wasn't really going to say much because you're in the position when of a power? man is yeah when a man right. is speaking one-sidedly yeah. about sexism there's no way to come off you're either going to come off as chauvinistic or pandering yeah but you know i also I mean? think like sometimes sometimes it's um sometimes i feel like it's annoying to be like i can only talk about these things that i have that i like i can talk about being a woman i can talk about being gay <laughs> right right well i still talked about it yeah i just didn't I, come to think of it, I don't think this episode, I don't even think we ever released it. I think it, it ended up, something went wrong with it and we didn't put it out or something. Oh, like technically? Not- yeah, like a technical thing. And we had to redo it and then we did a different topic. Um, but I remember writing the intro and just saying, like, in the intro, I'm not going to say much because this needs to be discussed between a man and a woman evenly and not you don't need to hear a man's take on sexism. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's in a discussion, it works. But for me to give some diatribe, I just didn't think it had any. Oh, point. you didn't do it. Oh, sure. The, you like like with this That's though, feminism was a little bit easier. Yeah. Because it's more of a definable cause. It's a cause. It's not discrimination. Well, what's that? Right. Sexism is the discrimination. Right. It's a negative thing. Yeah, I'd say that's negative. I'd say that's negative. <laughs> I'd say it's negative. Swipe left on that. <laughs> uh, speaking of negative, okay. Why is we've had this argument before? Wait, I have you, to say up top, Joe and I did date in New York. I have identified as a lesbian most of my entire adult life. Yes. So. Which was. I had to clarify that. How personal can I get right now? You can do it. Okay. Uh, I've always wanted to talk about this on stage. Mom, turn off the thing. It's just going to confuse you. I I didn't. I've always wanted to talk about this on stage and I never have, but I found it interesting when we would have sex. Which I was bad at. No, you weren't bad at it, but there were things you would do to me like where you would like. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would be like, I'd be like, I think I'm having lesbian sex sure. right now. Well, to be fair, <laughs> right? Sure. Like there were times we almost, I was like almost, like it was on the brink of scissoring, just, just, <laughs> just right there. Uh, seeing nipple. if we could have gotten there, it would have worked. Um, <laughs> a lot of boob play <laughs> on my part. I mean, sure, the boobs are great. Um, 
I did not sleep. I slept with women way first than men. I didn't sleep with men until I was 24 on a backpacking trip in Belize. And then I didn't have, like, I didn't. And can we define how intensely we dated? Can we? We can define it. Can we first talk about that you just said on a backpacking trip in Belize? Yeah, I was unbelievable. (laughs) That is, that sounds like. But I'm more just because I'm like on on Ray about that. But so it's. Oh, define how intensely we dated. Yes. Yeah, I'd say it was like we have a lot in common outside of it. And like, I, we did not like, we like we're a serious couple. Yeah. It was more like two cousins were like, yeah. we could probably have sex and it wouldn't be that bad. Right. <laughs> Fine. We're adult. We're yeah. feminists. Yeah. We're feminists. Anyway, I just don't be able to get confused. I don't identify yeah. as bisexual. I have slept with men. I experimented in my mid twenties. That's great. That's very feminist of you. Thank you. To say you can sleep with who you want and still identify however you want. Yeah, and I I liken it to uh, not eating meat. People go, oh well, if you eat fish, you're a pescatarian, and I'm like, that's an annoying word. We don't need those extra words. Yeah. I say vegetarian that eats fish. That's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, so What's, that was a, that was for me. That that's good. I want this to be for you as much as it is for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Speaking of negative, okay. I'm jumping back yeah, go two back minutes to the now. Uh, we've had this argument before. You get offended when I say pussy in yes. a negative way. When right. I go, I, But here's the thing. Right. I've thought about this a lot when I'm out of your presence. Oh, thanks. Good. It's not a bad thing. Like, if you go, That's, that guy's a pussy, it means, like, he's soft. That's not negative. Pussies are delicate. They're yeah. not hard okay. cocks. They're, you know what I mean? Sure. My my The reason I don't like... I don't like language that's rooted in any sort of bias that's used in a derogatory way because it links the thing to something derogatory. For example, sure, if you want to call, if you want to pick up a ripe plum and go, man, this plum is pussy and mean it's soft, fine. Moist. And moist. Sure. That that actually makes a lot of sense to me. We should use pussy to describe fruit. But. You don't, you use pussy as like a bad thing. That guy's a pussy. He's like, he's weaker. He's less than. But we also say dick, meaning like someone who's taking up too much space. Or an asshole. Asshole. Right, sure. So like, asshole's universal. I'm fine with it. No, no, no. I'm saying to describe an asshole, you'll say he's a dick. Same as gay. We will go, that's so gay. I go, sure. We've had that discussion. We've had a discussion. If by gay you mean sleeps whatever the gay you can't there's no but like it's just you it links the thing to something bad and that's a bad link to have i might as well tell you this now i have a joke about the gay one about when i used to get mad at you about it yeah yeah joe i gotta start taking 10 percent or something the setup is the setup is i go i have a gay friend and we're very close and sometimes we're in private not in public just the two of us private i'll see something dumb and i'll go that's gay and she gets mad at me (laughs) And I think that's gay. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. It is funny, but but that's thank a you. Good joke. I shouldn't. It is funny. That sounded so snotty. Sorry. Thank that's you. Fine. But there's there's a whole explanation after that, which is which might even apply to this a little bit. I'm not going to do the whole bit, but where I say like, if you're telling me don't say that publicly, hundred percent agree with you. Don't use it negatively in a public. But when it's you and me hanging out as friends. You know that's not how yes, I but mean. I do you know think I don't there's mean there's a danger in, a in that, like letting that link. Like I've, st- I said I went through. I say retarded, and I know I shouldn't. I go, it's retarded. I like the word. I think I like the R. I like the T. It's a great word, but I know it's wrong. But if you said it to just me, if it was just you and me, and you said it, I know that you yeah. don't mean the worst version of that. But See what I I'm also saying? think I shouldn't. 
It's not, it's not fair. It's slippery slope. Nor do I think we all need to live in bubble wrap. Like, we're going to say me. That's a funny joke. You, like, I, say the gay joke. Great joke. Funny joke. You don't come off as an asshole. But, like, the no, pe- and I think when I explain where I'm coming from, it even makes more sense. Because I talk about when I play beer pong with my friend Scott, whose dad is dead. And I tell him, I all the time tell him, like, during beer pong, we try to get in each other's heads. And I'll tell him that I'm going to dig up his dad's corpse and fuck it in front of him. And that's very aggressive. We laugh. We laugh. It's funny, but like I use that as the example to be like people love that part Strong of the joke. Opener. There's some. Gr- I open with this. No, joke. is that your opener? <laughs> yeah, I've been opening. You open with the gay joke. I open with. Uh, I was opening with it in Philly. Yeah. No. 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 Second. It was second. Second, second joke. But. Because it is kind of weird to come out and just start with like, I sure. have a friend who's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird Whoa. statement to just start. Just I open for Mancia and at this year, and that one point, one of my first jokes is like, there are two, one about going to liberal arts college and one about being a lesbian. Uh-huh. And like after those two jokes, it was super uphill with that audience. Really? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't get the liberal arts joke, which I shouldn't, because it's like hipstery. I don't know if they, maybe it wasn't funny, but there weren't a lot of laughs and it usually gets laughs. Well, and then the lesbian thing, they felt very polite and didn't know how to respond. Now, here's my question. Okay. Okay. Because you don't know always how to respond. Yes. To the lesbian thing. And I, when I say that, I don't mean because I find it shocking. Uh, I am so curious in understanding the way the lesbian relationship is defined because and how the female role functions in the lesbian relationship. Because now you have two females. See, here's the thing with feminism. This is what I'm getting at. And I'm okay. kind of going in a long road to get there. But Sorry, it'll man. make sense. Um, what I've noticed is I know a lot of women. Bill Burr is a very, or used to have a very funny joke about this that he did on one of his earlier specials. But I've, I've met a lot of women that kind of that date men and do this balance of wanting it both ways. They, they want the protection but they also want the liberation. And it's like it puts the it can put the guy sometimes in an unfair position where it's like, well, how am I supposed to let you just be you and let you be equal, but then also open your door and pay for everything? Well, Do you know what I mean? I think what's weird for me and like having not had a real relationship with a man since I was like young enough that who cared? We were real. We weren't. <laughs> Guys, Joe DeRosa, after our first sleepover date, took me to McDonald's. You asked me to. I know. It was, yeah. I don't eat McDonald's anymore either. I've changed so much. No, that's. I haven't eaten it much. You, you were into that. I was it, because I had that happy meal number. Um, wait. Okay, so this is my point. When I'm around men, it is more uncomfortable for me to assume a position of power. Like, and guys don't like it. They don't like, like, and guys get confused sometimes, like, with me, because I'm gay. Like, do I pay for everything? And I'm like, it doesn't. Whereas, like, when my lesbian relationships, it's a pretty natural swing. Like, for example, my girlfriend and I now, generally speaking, like, if you ask someone on the date, you, like, pay for the date. Or, like, we open the car door for each other or don't. That swing feels more natural. But because I think guys have it tough where, like, they feel it is, I think it's more threatening for a guy to be, like, assume a position of weakness than for a woman to try to assume a position of power in a lot of ways. You think it's more threatening to the idea I think of, if I open your car door, you'd be like, what? Thanks. Ha ha. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't want you to open. I wouldn't want anybody to open my car door. See, I think that's unfortunate. It's a great feeling. I don't like it. I feel weird. I feel weird if I'm at a ho- like a nicer hotel. Can I hold the door for you? Sure. That's not weird? 
Yeah, somebody opening my car door feels like servitude to me. It feels weird. Would you do you open the car door for women? I do, but out of like obligation. Doesn't feel good to you. Doesn't uh, feel like this is a sweet. It feels a little pandering. It feels a little silly. I don't always do it. I'll, I'll I'll like make sure the car's unlocked. Yeah. Before, but I always open the like the door to whatever building we're going into for her. And right. I'll pull the chair out at dinner. Okay. I do. You know. Look, I do. I'm a pretty chivalrous guy. I love chivalry. I walk on the outside of the street when we're walking. Yeah, I make sure she's on the inside. Uh, in case the car jumps the curb, I die. No, it's if a splash happens. Either way. Do you know it used to be reversed up until cars? Men used to walk on the inside because they would throw like latrines out the window. I know. And then it flipped. I know. I know. So, I, But I'm, I'm covering the outside of that street. And I don't think I think like for me the answer is like none of this is right or wrong. Like I think we're stuck a little bit in like trying to figure all this out. And there was like a big level of peace for me and things were like whatever you want to call something, call it. But like your labels are yours and mine are mine and like I, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's why I was that's what I was sort of speaking to in this section of the intro about like there are groups and groups yeah. have their people and the people fulfill their roles. My opinion is you find the person that works for you. Yep. And it doesn't matter at that point to me. I don't right. give a shit. Like, you could come to me and say, uh, I hit my husband in the face, and but he likes it. And I like to hit and he likes to be hit. And I'd be like, okay, guys, if that's what makes you happy, like, go for it. What I don't if give there a was shit. a husband who hit his wife and was like, it makes us happy? If she was like, I love it. I love the the way he's knocking me around. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine that. Me neither. That's why I didn't use that example. Yeah, it's a little more it's a little more feasible with the uh, with a woman hitting a man. But my point is, I'm using an extreme example. Right. If anybody, male or female, was being abused, of course I wouldn't no, sure. support that. Where there's no consent, no dice. Exactly. No consent, no dice. Exactly. But my point is, and let's let's use a nicer example. Is my point is is like. If there's a lady who wants to be the breadwinner and who makes more money than the husband and the husband's okay with that, blah, 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 blah. Great. Yeah. In the same breath, if there's a lady who's like, all I want to do is cook for my husband. It makes me sure. happy. Okay, great. I do. Then think you got to find the husband that wants that and you got to find the wife that wants the other. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I looked at your bullet points here and I do think we've hit a point of feminism where we cannot move forward without men being a really active part of it. The conversation, like it's no longer like, come on, women, you can do what you want. And like so much goes against us. Like there's the, like the pay gap is still huge. The, like the level, like how many women are CEOs in companies? Like even sometimes I will be like at the comedy store or whatever and like look around and have to like, especially if I'm dressed like a girl, like have to like take a breath and be like, I can do this. But it's weird. It's now, freaky. I have, I have thought. Okay. My thought on that is I gr agree. Obviously, and I think I a lot of women who make it as comics now the trend is to just, like, be filthy. Well, this is a great point you bring up. Uh, the Do you remember when there was the controversy about Eddie Brill, the Letterman booker? Yes. He got in a lot of yes. shit for that. And I felt like he didn't say anything that bad. I felt like he's saying what you're saying. He was saying, like, I think it's a shame that so many female comics are doing basically impersonations of men, and I wish they would be more. I will say... Uh, it's hard. Like it is, it, and it's. But it's it's a tricky thing. Like I even got nervous saying that right now. No. Because like, 
it's it's such a weird you know what I mean like it's so hard it's to define that line it's a longer payoff to be different than it is to be good at being traditional right for sure and I think like I but I think comedy in the same way is at a place where like there's a lot more room for weird stuff and I'm thankful for that because I'm weird but what do you, you know think I mean? about his saying that is that does that seem sexist a or, couple or things. to you first of all I do think I do think late night bookings are sexist like I do think there's a whether the bias is at a lower level that women don't stay in the game to achieve to you right. know what I mean or it's that up top they're going nah we just want these guys or it's that there's like a like a kind of I think there's like a there's like a male form of humor that succeeds and so women either imitate that or they do something totally different and like run the like have to like pave their own way I I do think when there needs to be more women in late night spots especially well I think I just had a conversation on a podcast about this somebody else's podcast but uh when I th- I agree with you. I think the numbers are unbalanced, but I also think that there are definitely tons of women that are where they're at be just because they're women. Like, I think that without question in terms of being successful, uh, particularly in entertainment, like there's obviously a dearth of women in entertainment. Sure. Uh, Women also get it faster too, because they, it's, it sucks, but like they kind of get cast aside after like a certain age, like they don't get to, but also which even on fair. even on like the Mindy Project or like Thirty Rock, which are like like you know what I mean. You still if you break down those shows, they still fall completely in the realm of what primetime TV is, which is like something like fifty seven percent white male. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no. It's, so I get yeah. it. Yeah, sure. There's a there's a whole bunch of like great female flagships right now. Great, awesome. You know what I mean? But I don't think. By the way, I wasn't shitting on Tina Fey or Mindy. No, no, no. Uh, they're they're like, great examples. I think they're and they're I very think, funny. I think they're, yeah, I think they're both great. And like, so I think like, I'm not, I, I want to be careful in the way I say this. I'm not in any way saying women get what they get because they're women. I'm just saying there are definitely cases where women get stuff because they're women. Like, yes, it's, it's this, this is an old argument that comedians have all the time where like a female comic will sometimes complain and say, oh, uh, it makes me furious that every place I get booked, they, the guy wants to fuck me or whatever. And then the male comics are always like, how is that bad? How is it bad that a guy well, wants to fuck you? Uh, it's it can be uncomfortable, right? Because if you because ha- like you either have to like play along with it, which can make you feel uncomfortable, okay, or you have to shut it down, which makes you mean, and then you won't get booked anymore, right? So if a guy's shtick is to hit on you, first of all, there's a huge misconception I think among fem- young female comics that like sleeping with, like once you and this is you know whatever. I feel like once you've dated someone or once you've slept with them, it is way harder for them to do you any career favors because right. that's it's it's biased. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like there's a lot of, yeah, I don't know. Like I even say like I've slept with one male comic and it comes like comes up in conversation like people know and they'll be like oh but you you're like guys Who, remember who's the male comic? It's his name is I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, it's Joe DeRosa. <laughs> It is a weird one. I love though. that I'm the one. I love it You're so the- much. I, if I could have a plaque of that on my wall, no, I would. stop. I would have a plaque of it. You, I think you and I escaped death, though, by it not being the thing. Like, I think we're, we're still friends. and Escape re- death from what? Like, escape relationship death. Friendship relationship death. It would have never happened. Friendship relationship Yeah, death? that would never would have happened. Thanks, man. I think we did it the right way. Yeah. We did it the right way. We dipped in. Scissoring. We dipped out. We scissored. <laughs> we played with each other's tits. <laughs> and then we bailed oh, out I'm of so it. I'm so sorry, Mom. I... <laughs> 
Um, I don't think the game is to be equal. I also think, like, by all means, be a filthy blue comic. And, like, I get it. Like, there's a, there's a, stand-up is a very, like, there's a really cool pattern to it and a rhythm to it. I guess what I'm saying is, what I was trying to say earlier is, it's not even numbers. I know it's not even numbers. I can't say. it's not even close. Yeah, I can't say for every one there's another one. But I can say that it does work in both directions. It does work in both directions. The scales aren't evenly balanced, but it does, it can work in both directions. That's something, here's all I want out of that statement. Right. All I want is that people recognize that. Because what I hate is that, is when this comes up a lot in, in conversations and discussions and stuff, and you bring up points of like, well, you come on, sometimes women get things just because they're women. We all know that's true. People what, get- But what things? Like honestly, name and I, I don't name names, but like, like I look at that, like like I'm I'm falling to pretty. When I go into castings, it's pretty girl next door, hot hot quirky girl. Nice and thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I I get uh, depressed, alcoholic. I swear to God, this is what I Do get. You really? Yeah, he's like kind of shifty. But I have so much pressure on me to be pretty and stay pretty, and now that I'm like getting older, it is horrifying like sometimes people will make fun of me they'll be like why like one time i was complaining about something about the way i look someone's like why do you complain scout you're so pretty and i go yes because then i have so much to lose (laughs) (laughs) but it's and like what 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 are women really getting like what are we sleeping our way to the top of you know no no i don't think women are sleeping their way to the top the fact that men want to sleep with me what has it actually gotten me in my career or not even me here's well here's but here's the thing with the aging thing when we do have exi- we have very male or female we have now i'm speaking strictly in entertainment right now okay we have very few examples of anybody that's been in for the long haul that f- there's how old is louis ck 42 or oh. something yeah but all right i think he's like 42 but i mean look people can people love to cite louis ck and go well he's just a regular guy and he's not yeah. a great looking guy and he's bald and and he wears t-shirts and jeans and boots okay well what's her face on uh mike and molly oh Melissa mccarthy yeah you know or rebel wilson it's like right. you know what i mean um um who does the, i'm blanking on every name right now the saturday you. night live girl um the one the one that just left that was like the biggest thing on snl for like five years Kristen wick Kristen Wiig, she's not, she's an attractive girl, but she's by no means like smoking hot. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but most male like, comedians aren't smoking hot. That's true. But how many male comedians do you know? If you really think about like known comedians right now, I don't think there's that many more known male comedians than known female comedians. I think stand-ups. You think so? I think, well. I'm talking known. I'm talking like Rolling no. Stone. I think it's, I think totally men. And I think even more freaky for me is working. Is How working many, is, what? Is like working comics. How many like working full-time comics are men and how many are women? Right. No, well, that look, that's true. That is unbalanced. And you're right. There, there are more. The other thing I, I will say. But, well, but wait, let me say this really yeah. quick. Really quick. I always get mad. Look, I'm a normal dude. I'm average. I am. I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm not a ugly man, but I'm not a particularly good looking man. I'm a very average, like I'm like a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Everything has come to me slowly. I've had to work and prove myself time and time again, over and over again. And I have in fact watched both male and female comedians uh, or people generally in this business shoot very quickly up yeah. the ladder because of their looks. 
It's usually because of their looks. Um, so what I think it works. What am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. But, you're, but you know, so when I hear that complaint of like, oh, it's so hard for a woman because... Uh, well, let me, let me just say this. Yeah. It's so hard for a woman because, I, you know, we open a magazine and we see, you know, Emma Stone and it makes us feel terrible and, and this is the way the body... It's like, I always say, I fucking get that too. Every yeah. magazine I open, I see fucking Zac Efron and Ryan Gosling. It makes me feel like shit. I think guys have as much body body image pressure as women do. I the more guys than women I know are body obsessed. Girls I, like vaguely want to be thin all the time, but yes, guys I know who have that like chiseled physique and are obsessed with it, especially in LA, they spend hours and hours every day on it. And I'm like, "Ooh, that's I wouldn't want to live like so that." So then where does that where does that bring us in the in the feminist versus not feminist discussion? Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a, that's a huge to me, a huge progression. The fact that you, and we've talked about this before, the fact that you are saying to me right now that you recognize that men have body issues. Yeah. That's huge. Well, but I, this is what I'm saying. I think the conversation has swung far enough in terms of feminism right. that like men need to, and women need to acknowledge that men need to acknowledge. And like, we need to come together and go like, right. Hey man, let's shake some of these walls down and look at it through a different lens. Right. Like, I don't think body image is a, is a male or female problem. I think it it's, was, it's it, shitty for a guy to have to think only pretty uh, skinny girls are pretty. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. But I, I also think, well, the, but it was, it was defined as only a female problem for absolutely forever. And I don't think it is, but, and like, it, yeah, man, I just, think, I talked to my mom about it. I was like, my mom was talking about my sexuality and how it's a gift and she's so, such a champ. And then I was like, and you know what? I don't even believe in gender. Like it's all just a construct and a spectrum. And my mom goes, Hey, just wait for me to die. I go, what? She's like, my generation has come as far as we're going to. Wait for us to die. That's so funny. And then gender can be whatever. I think, well, I think that's like what's basically happening now. You know, it's Yeah, like, break it down. The old, well, that's what I was saying before is like, you know, the we, old school and new school coexist right now. Yeah. And eventually it'll just be new school. And then yes. whatever the next yes, new absolutely. school is. You know, so like, it's just, we were all raised... I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I could safely say for the most part, we were all raised as people that were told, yes, the woman stays home, the man goes to work. Well, not only that, um, but here's your doll, here's your truck. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. You know, like it's, it, you know, when I was, gro- my, the town I come from is still extremely, uh, a ho- I, I think, homophobic, okay. um, which I think at the core of all this, I think homophobia is the true issue here. Like, I think like that is really, I do. I think, I think homophobia is the, is the base issue with all of these gender arguments because it's men terrified of being emasculated. It's, uh, women, um, that don't want their men to act like men. It's Mm -hmm. men that don't want women to be too alpha. Right. It's it's women that want, uh, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to think of another one. I couldn't think of another variation. Uh, but uh, it's those other things I just said. But you know what I mean? It's yes. like and all that really at its core is just homophobia. They won't think I'm a man. They'll think she's earning too much. They'll think right. she's doing this. That's interesting. You know, that that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit homophobic stuff, you know? So like. That's what I think the real issue is. So my point is, is like I come from an area where I find it to be fairly homophobic still, at least for this day and age. And um, and 
you know, it, it affects your perspective when you're growing up. It, it, it puts stuff into your head, uh, not necessarily anti-gay stuff, but it puts stuff into your head about like gender roles. Right. Absolutely. Because everybody is the man and the wife and the wife quits her job so she can make the babies and then da, da, da. which is also why i think by the way that there are fewer women in the workplace because you you are faced with the unfortunate decision right. of having the kids or not Tina Fey wrote kids. about that yeah yeah so that's that's tough but i sure. think i think some of the reason you don't see as many women in the workplace can be attributed to that well, women and high not up just, in the workplace like high up. they'll drop off like, right. especially in like, no, I don't know what it's called, but jobs like teacher. Well, there's no, you don't have a lot of like room for growth within teaching. You can become a principal, but it's not like, right. you know what I mean? Right. There's a word for that. Mm. But there's, see, here's the thing. I quote George Carlin all the time on this podcast. Great. Constantly. Um, he has a thing about feminism in his doing it again special. And he he goes after the feminists a bit. He's like, I agree with most of the language that they speak and everything, but the whole piece is kind of about like, he doesn't like, he didn't, at least at the time or whatever, he, he didn't care for how far people were taking it, I guess with like, he was like, they want me to call the thing in the street, a person hole cover. It's crazy. It's too, it's too much. Oh, right. But it was, it was like jokes about that. But he also talked about, like it's a it's a whole chunk in the special about pissing people off. Yeah, I know. What like you're people about. getting mad because it, you said certain things. Is that in the PTSD thing? That's in the same special. Yeah, and he talks about like, oh, now I piss the feminists off because I'm talking about blowjob. You know, like yeah, whatever. But he makes this really great point where he goes, I agree with most of the feminist language I've read, um, but all I'm seeing a lot of them do is go work in this male workplace and put on a man tailored suit with shoulder pads and imitate all the worst behaviors of men. Well, that's tough though. Like I feel like as a comic, there's part of me that's like as much as whatever I want to do, like, like my sketch partner, I get up and sing and dance. You know what I mean? Right. And like, so we have these little schoolgirl skirts we wear and she Uh cut them one day short, shorter and I was like, this this is what being a woman in comedy is. I was like, short skirt, the kind of short skirt is funny because it's a bit. Mm-hmm. Medium short skirt is super sexy and is not a bit anymore. Right. At that point, we can be completely naked and it'll be a bit again because it'll be funny and shocking. Like right. At that point, you go to shock. But like, there's a scary, there's a level, I think I just changed the subject, but there's a level in the middle to me where as a woman and sexuality and like, th- there's a danger zone and it's right in the middle of like, Everything's out, and we're being respectful. Right, I know what you mean. I Do know you? what you mean. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm able to define it. It's very complicated. Even like working in burlesque, right? I used to say the only thing more intimidating than a naked woman is a naked woman talking. When I would get up in like sexy dresses, you get treated like people go, "Oh, you're, oh, whatever," a cat call type stuff. Right. But when you're like naked past a point that you're a different thing to them. Especially if you were making jokes, people couldn't process it. Right. And it was a cool thing to watch their brains like reconfigure. I like that. Yeah, That's man. interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, like. Uh, I, th- I think we can leave words alone a little bit. Like Carlin does a lot of stuff on words, like even with like genders and gender pronouns and stuff. Like let, let go a little bit. It, like I call everybody girl. Hi, girl. And some guys will be like, uh, I'm not a girl. And you're like, well, I'm not an idiot. I'm just using language. Right. Or like people with me will call, like I don't, 
It just doesn't bother me. Where do you stand on the whole, if we're going to talk about calling people things, where yeah. do you stand on the whole like gender identification thing where it's like a girl that is going to remain a girl and dress like a girl and act like a girl, but she wants you to refer to her as he? Well, the trend right now is they is using plural pronouns because it used to be here and like these like weird words they made up. Right. See? And that didn't stick. So I've had a couple of friends who are like, I'm going by they now. It's gender neutral. And it's it's confusing and it's clumsy and it's like not like language I think is meant to be like beautiful and effective. So I understand that like the gender binary is trouble. We'll get out of it at some point. But it was a lot to remember it. And to I, yeah, it's 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 very it's a very strange thing to me because I want to respect what other people want. Yeah. Look, man, it's your life. If you want me to call you a fucking duck, okay, I guess so. I'm meaning to talk to you about my duck thing. <laughs> One of the things when but, I was like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, so that side of me says, okay, whatever duck, you duck, want goose. me to call you. Yeah, exactly. But then the other part of me goes, no, that's like a white person saying I identify as a black person. No, you, you're not a black person. All right. but like, You know what I mean? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I'll add, I think it's fine, but you can't be like, Actually, like you can't with anger correct someone. No, I'm not with no, no, angering. No, to them, to you. Oh, them to you. Right? Oh, like okay. if someone's okay. like, hey, I get it. I read female. I prefer male pronouns. You go, okay, sure, sure, I'll, I'll put forth my best effort. But I think you, there, no venom. There shouldn't be venom on either side. There's no like, don't oppress me. And there's no, I'm intending to oppress you. This is my, this is, this is, this, okay. This is good because we're now getting to what Dig I think. Deep. This is, to me, what we're about to get into now is the nucleus of the battle of the sexes okay. to me. I think there is a, and it's a, 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 something else that I referenced at, at the beginning, the, the, uh, the urge uh, to progress to a unified, a unigender yep. mind, non-gender specific mind is coming potentially at the cost of the necessity to define genders. I think... It's good to be able to look past gender, meaning any man or woman can have sex with any man or woman that they choose to or work any type of job that they choose to and be treated fairly and have the same respect Beh- in the workplace. And exactly. Everything, it's, it's equal treatment. I agree 100% with all that. Where I have a problem, though, is when we start to just not recognize basic biological differences between men and women. And one that I always bring up is, I'll say this with female comics sometimes. Female comics will say it's so much harder for a woman when she gets on stage. And I'll I'll go, it should be. And they'll go, what do you mean by that? Because they think I'm being an asshole. And I'm like, no, I'm not being an asshole. Saying biologically, it's going to be harder. There's a room full of people that in their... Core genetic, from their core genetic fucking, their core. Right. Their core genetic core. core. But from their genetic core, just on a a lizard brain level, you look, they're looking at a woman in a different way than they look at a man because they see a man and they think hunter. I think that's changeable though. And I think that's what should change. Absolutely. Here's, here's my point. So what I'm saying, but now here's the thing. I say that, I'll say that to somebody. People will go, oh, Jesus Christ, Joe. What are you, a fucking caveman? And it's like, no, what I'm saying is, is the sooner we recognize that that's what's happening, maybe we can get past it more quickly. 
Let's stop fucking acting like that's not what's going on. Because that is what is going on. Women have naturally a more inherent urge to mother, to have kids. Most men women. do. Some women. Genetically, women are biased towards. Sure. But this is doing exactly what I don't want to do, which is parse words out. Which I do think, one of my pet peeves is if I'm especially on an all-male lineup, or mostly guys, always. The next comic's a lady. Yeah, that's next sucks. comic's so beautiful. It sucks. That can get rid of. But like, Absolutely. do I need to not be a woman on stage? No. And like, so what if something's a challenge? I'm trying to change a system. But, Fine. It's harder. But- Fine. I'm saying, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is anybody can do anything they want and we're all capable of moving past it, but you can't move past it as a group, as a whole. Individuals can all the time. The problem isn't with individuals. The problem is with the scope, the perspective, the group perspective. And I don't think this group perspective can move past it until we can all just recognize at least initially what we are. Okay. Yeah, but first, okay. This is your makeup. It might mean you feel this way. Sometimes there are exceptions, but if it if this is happening, this might be why scientifically. And now figure out how to 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 circumnavigate that. Yeah, but I do think. I mean, chemically, genetically, gender is a spectrum, right? Right. And like, I don't know what. Uh, that's true. So like. That puts people like, do you know anybody who's intersexed? Yes. It's weird sometimes to talk about like their childhood and like, I know it's an intense thing. I know two people that are, um, one of them is much more like sort of disciplinary about it. Like, just so you know, I identify it. It's like, okay, it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to come up in the first conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like, I almost, at least for me, it's like that to me is like somebody, me going out of my way to say to you, like, I'm straight and I like chicks. Right. It's like you didn't ask me. And you you can let certain things slide. You know, it's like I'm Middle Eastern. If somebody refers to me as fucking Pakistani or Egyptian or whatever, something I'm not, I don't go, actually. Right. Who cares? You know sure. what I mean? Like if we're People friends. People atta- all the time are like, are you African-American? And I'm like, no. <laughs> are you it's serious? Like, I'm very white. No, no. And I oh, look, oh, oh. the whitest hipsters. <laughs> no. Anyway, so, so my, but then another guy that I met recently told me that he identified as a woman. And had no. Interviewing me actually for something. And he said, he told me before he rolled the camera, he goes, I just want you to know I identify as a woman. So, and I go, okay. And he goes, no, I'm telling you, if you want to, like, make fun of me, because it's funny, if you want. And I'm like, no, I go, do that. Was one. it a bit? No, no, he was dead serious. Did he present as male? Yes. Short hair, men's clothes. Yeah, no, he was a dude. Else. He was a dude, but he was like, I, he's gay, I guess, and, and, and he identifies as a woman. And he told me, literally, because he was like, hey, man, if you want something to, like, kind of fuck with me about it, it'll be funny. But he's like, but this is, he was very earnest. He's <laughs> like, this is true. And I was like, dude, I would never make fun of you for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would never make fun of you for that. But at the same time, don't scold me for it either. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think there it, are things we can let slide. Like, I think language can stay gendered as long as it's okay to use it however you want to. I think I should get to call everybody girl. I think if someone's especially like, Scout, did you go girl? I like it. My ex-girlfriend calls me girl all the time. See? She'll text me. She'll be like, oh, girl, did you see? Great. It makes me laugh. People I think it's get funny. heated about it. 
I think it's funny. I think language can stay gendered as long as like, to me, we don't need to eliminate gender. That's impossible, right? That's not. that, And that's what I'm saying. But I think we need to let both extremes apply to both other extremes. We can't eliminate gender. It is impossible. And that's why I'm saying. And why would you want to? And that's why that's why I strongly feel that the the more we just say, this is the starting point you're probably coming from when you're born into this gender. Male men tend to do this. Women tend to do that. We can recognize those things because that helps us define those things. And then that helps us move past those things if we want to. Some right. people don't want to. That's okay. You don't have to. It, it, there's something a little bit dangerous about being like, this is what men are programmed to do. This is what women are programmed to do. I don't think do. that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is what men are programmed to do and this is what women are programmed to do. But I'm saying there are situations where you can say that's typically how the the male will react to sure. that. That's what I'm saying. Or, or that's typically how the female will react, which is why back to the workplace thing, you say, okay, some of the reason there's no there's a dearth of women in the workplace is is because of sexism. Some of it's also because they chose the family route instead you know what i mean it's you don't have to get pregnant and give birth you don't have to and when you say that to a lot i know tons of women that uh i've said to them well you know you could adopt or what i don't want to adopt i don't want to adopt i want to carry it i want to yeah so there to me there's nothing wrong in saying that's a very female thing that need well, maternal instinct. Yeah, that's sure. that's what I'm talking about. But there's about. nothing unfeminine about not having a maternal instinct. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. But you know, when to me, to just go back to the female comic example, it does no good for a female comic to go. Uh, I'll give you another. Actually, we'll do another example. The, the women in New York that want to walk around with no shirt on. Okay. Uh, oh right. It's like, hey, should you be allowed to do that? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Sure. Is that the world we live in? It's not. You can't like ignore the fact that it incites the wrong people to do the wrong thing. Right, but you can at least like that's what fighting is. That's what a you know what I mean? Like fight for it. That's we're not I don't gonna think, wake up tomorrow. I don't think women should be allowed to walk around with no shirts on. Because that's sexually arousing. Is it sexually arousing for women to 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 see men with no shirts on? For me, no. Yeah, for you, no. <laughs> Don't you think it's different with women, shirtless women in public? Uh, I think it's an odd battle to fight, but I also support it. Like, I think, I don't know, but I don't. That one is so weird. Truth to be me. told, I agree with you. I think it is arousing. I also think, like, why, man? Like, let let your soft parts be your strong parts and like know that that's part of your weapon and like everyone has weapons i don't mean that like it's women are out there and we're being hunted by men right. but i do think like it, it, it's a strong it's something powerful and beautiful and fem like power can come from whatever source it wants to right and i think like it, power gets gendered power is male it's the but like i don't agree that with that though i, I think, think power is very female right now very female right now and i and it, i don't know that i agree but i also don't know like that there will be a lot of math in figuring that out and i don't know that you'd come up with a conclusion like i think that's right how are you gonna prove that how are you no, gonna not prove that look no male no no female has ever had to worry about the morning after sex meaning meaning uh 
could I conceivably get in trouble if this person decides to go and say something that's not true about me? That's a very real thing that men have to weigh into yeah, who you bring into your home because you're like, you could bring somebody home and, and have a completely fun I, to me, absolutely. night and then all of a sudden this person's crazy and goes and says something crazy. And I also you know think I mean? I'm more, but to me, absolutely, I've never experienced that. I've actually never even thought about that because that's so, you know, but I think the flip side of it is a lot of women who wake up the next morning and genuinely feel taken advantage of and are like, what? Like, I think the instances of sexual assault are much more prevalent and potent than those of unfounded accused sexual assault. Wait, well, you're saying women that wake up the next morning next to the guy and feel assaulted? No, I'm saying in general. Like a like, woman I that gets your, like, flat out concern. raped, you mean? Nah, uh, well, right, shades of gray. I mean, like, the majority of rape happens as like happens among people who know you, you people you, you know, right? Almost all rape happens between people who already know each other. That I can't speak to. No, I have a true. rape statistic on here that I want to read. Um, that's super true. This is uh, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm saying like I never. I'm heard just saying that. like I think that's a very valid argument, but I think the 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 discussion that you know I'm. I think women have a. We can talk about that first for them. This is a now. This is a feminist lady. Her name is Christina Hoff Summers, okay. uh, and she does these videos, which we can't watch because my flash player's out. Uh, but she calls herself like a real fa- feminist. Feminist, excuse me. Well, Gamergate, yeah. Um, and but she criticizes a lot of feminist claims. Like this is one where she wrote it out underneath, so I can read it. But this one is top five. Feminist myths. Women are half the world's population, working two-thirds of the world's working hours, receiving 10% of the world's income, owning less than 1% of the world's property. The faux fact is routinely quoted by advocacy groups, the World Bank, and the United yeah, Nations. But what's her source? But it's a fabrication. She, God damn it. She gives statistics in the video, yeah, and but she doesn't have them here. what's her source on that? Uh, she cites stuff in the video, and I can't remember what it is because I can't remember anything unless it's like Star Wars. So wait, she attacks the wage gap. She talks about I, now. I'm not saying like I agree or disagree. I don't know enough about this stuff. I'm just curious. To, I was curious to see how you would, if you had any thoughts on it. Yeah, because this is, I mean, these are huge claims, and like, you know, I'm not a. I don't do. I'm not a social. Um, I don't do social research. So like, this the like she says the pay gap is isn't true. When she you, says the the pay gap is simply the difference between the average earnings of all men and women working full time. It does not account for differences in occupations, positions, education, job tenure, or hours worked per week. So, in other words, they're literally comparing the entire group to the entire group. But that's never how I've heard that study quoted. I mean, not okay. never, but well, like, maybe she's, usually it's women in the same. Like, did you hear the? It's like f bomb for feminists. There's a campaign right now right. that I think is so cool. It has um, little girls cursing. Like, they're like six-year-old girls being like, a woman makes blah, blah, blah money compared to a guy. That's fucked up. And then right. they go, what's more fucked up? Hearing us curse or the statistics right. we're seeing? And it's a really, they're like dressed up like princesses. Right. It's a really cool, compelling right. campaign. So uh, I hear those, cl- I mean, I don't know who that woman is. I don't know. And like, that's a tough, yeah, we all live in a vacuum of too much information. 
Not a vacuum, then it's the opposite of a vacuum. <laughs> we live in a full vacuum. We live in a thing where there's we too live much in a vacuum bag. <laughs> it's a bag of a thing. Like I don't know. Um, here's well, here's here's another example of what I was talking about earlier about like inherent g- g- gender stuff. Whatever. Okay. This drove me crazy when I saw this on TV because I felt like the guy got barreled over, and I didn't think he said anything wrong. When the Secret Service people got in all that trouble. Remember the Secret Service people? They were like fucking hookers or something like that. Or what? No, they were doing. Remember there was that controversy with when, the Secret when? Service. They got in trouble. Like it was a bunch of male Secret Service guys, and they were like, they were. I am unbelievably bad at remembering information. Hold on a That's second. We have Google. You have to be I'm gonna, okay. Google, tell me. Yeah. Scout doesn't believe me that the Samsung phone, you can just talk to it. No, you, you can. can. I've seen it, but you can do it with the iPhone, too. You, it, you have to do steps with the iPhone, though. The you have Samsung, to open the Google app. You can just... Secret Service controversies. Oh, good. Fox News. And that's when the guy vaulted over the thing. That's, yeah, that's not it. Where is it? Here. I think this is it. It was sexual assault. Oh, no. Hook. What did it, it was? Yeah, it was like some kind of assault. It was a sex-related thing. Three more agents leaving. Here we go. Three more Secret Service agents. Uh, This is from 2012. Three more Secret Service agents are leaving the law enforcement agency in the wake of the recent prostitution. Yeah, it was prostitutes. Okay, so. So the scandals that they're using. There was a prostitution scandal. Yeah, right. Now, there was a talk show. I can't remember what show it was, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he was on with, they had Rosie O'Donnell on as a guest panelist. Oh, okay. To talk about this. And Rosie O'Donnell goes, that's why we need women in the Secret Service. We need women doing Secret Service. Well. And the guy goes, the guy goes, okay. Rosie, yeah, that's all well and good. But, like, let's be honest. Like, men are physically stronger. They're better at being bodyguards. They're more suited for the job. And Rosie O'Donnell goes, oh, please. Oh, shut up. Oh, yo, you're making me sick. And it's like, hey, Rosie, fine. You want to make that argument? Fine. But guess what? That means domestic violence no longer exists. Because if dudes can hit dudes... And we're all the same, then dudes can hit chicks. It's bullshit. Okay, but it's so, bullshit. fine. You, it's like, got to be one gonna, or the other. Fine. I'm not going to, that's. I'm not saying it's got to be one or the no, other. Like, yes. we should be allowed to hit which, I don't mean it like that. Joe, you can hit me if you feel like it'll prove <laughs> something. I just mean, though. Okay, like, but listen to this. In Mexico, there's an aggressive campaign towards getting women in positions of power and women police officers because women are statistically, like, phenomenally less corrupt when in positions of governmental power. So a, a government run by women or with women in positions of power is less corrupt. Am I quoting NPR that I heard? Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. All my sources are NPR. Okay. So I would never that argue. That to me would be the better argument. Like, no, if I, if sure, if I want someone to defend me, if I'm walking to my car yeah, at you night, want a fucking I'll put a dude there. Dude. Sure. But, but I do think like, yeah, like why but is that the point, conversation we're having? But, why is Us the conversation? Right no, 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 Rosie. Them? Why? Why is well, the conversation? But that's my point. That again, I'm circling back to this point. That's my point. If we could, if that conversation could have been so much more productive, if she would have just recognized. Let me pitch this. Like, hey, man, that is true. Right. But here's the solution, and came back with a statistic like what you just said, and said like, so I propose. This is my pitch. We okay, Google. And we get robots to figure all this out. And then we just enact the algorithm of the robots. Women in positions of governmental power, because we're less corrupt, we're less susceptible to bribery and 
We just need robots to less susceptible to bribery. Yeah, less corrupt. Is that why every woman I know turns over her entire freedom for a diamond ring? (laughs) Every woman you know. I just because I can think of someone who dated you who doesn't even believe in diamonds. I just said because of the blood diamond trade in Africa. (laughs) It's uh. And now I'm skeptical about gold. I wasn't laughing about the blood diamond trade. Yeah. I was laughing because I was trying to get under your skin. All right, let's listen. This has been a really great discussion. We're, we're, we're hitting about an hour here. I want to go to the phones. In other words, Twitter. Uh, let's just field a few questions. And, uh, All right, what do we got? And we can shut it down. I'd rather uh, eat thumbtacks. Yeah, I told you. Some people are going to be assholes. Who joke. said that? I don't even see that one. Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Uh, at Giants Cheated. But that's mean. He wrote, I'd rather eat thumbtacks, DeRosa. Say hi to your biological parents for me. Oh, wait, my bad. Oh, he's just trying to be funny. It's just dumb. Okay, here's one. Kenny Malloy. Follow Kenny at K Malloy underscore F M R. Malloy is spelled M A L L O Y. Malloy. Why do you think feminism is dividing people possibly more than any other progressive ideology these days? Um, well, I mean, we didn't speak to that directly, but. I think a lot of what we said does speak to it. The, the ultimate distinction between people, it's a great Larry Miller bit. We're split right. It's not anything but men and women. We're split right down the middle. And so I think any discussion that could potentially be translated into men versus women, which this unfortunately does get translated into sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be dividing. You know, uh, I also it, think the word feminism got supercharged and has changed I I it's tough. identify with it. I have my this is what a feminist looks like hoodie. I think it's, it's great. It's, it's but I tough. do think the word itself is a little bit charged. It's tough. And, and I also think that argument. it's a movement that gets the ass taken out of it a lot because of the programming it supports. You know, I, I'll speak vaguely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've done bits about this in my act before. But, I mean, you turn on, like, supposedly feminist programming, and they are not doing things to help women oh you're talking about like they're, they're, it's, movie it's, of the week stuff it's, it's tv shows about women that snap and well that was a show snapped women, women that murdered their husbands and and people like janice dickinson she's not really around anymore the, the tony braxton sister that has that show like people just women acting in the grossest ways possible and it's like wait, wait, how is this helping how is this helping at all to me that's like if you had like a network that was supposed to be for Mexican people and all you ever did was have them in like sombreros picking like oranges. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, hard. It's, it's, it, it, it doesn't help. It's easy to pander though. Like I look at all the female comics I work with and you can see like some people are trying to like outsmart the audience and some people are playing to the stereotypes. Like one of my female comic friends um, has a rape joke that it's like, man, that's on the fence. And you can say it because you, you get away with it. But like, ah, I just don't know if like that's what we need, you know? Yeah. And I, I and I, I love that female but so, comics are super blue and like they can do it. And like that's, but, but I wait, think it's. I, I misunderstood. I didn't hear everything you just said. I think I heard it. I was blocking people. I saw that. Yeah. On Twitter. Uh, that's funny, by the way, that your thing is sausage. Thank you. That's not a metaphor of any kind. No, it's his just... Twitter backdrop is 
deli meats and then the sausage here. Summer sausage. Um, did you now you're talking about rape jokes that females do? Yeah, or they'll do. Jo- yes, yes. And There's, you don't like it? Well, look, I think like you have all kinds of options, but like. To me, there, there's there's a danger in ah, once you introduce like once you let, let something out into the world, you're accountable for it. Right. So the joke that I'm particularly thinking of is a woman who's heavy and she's like, "I'm so fat. If someone tried to rape me, I couldn't run away. Right. I just let him. What whatever. I'm not gonna take a bit. Just a bit. It's funny, but it's also like. You. That's a very. That's a lot. Like um, there's a Dick Cavett interview with. Bill Cosby, where Dick Cavett says, "Did you do you think Amos and Andy is funny? Did you like Amos and Andy?" And Bill Cosby goes, "I do think it's funny." He goes, "I think it's very funny, but we can't afford to have that out there representing." Well us. said, Cosby. Yeah, so like he hits it uh, on the head with that. But uh, there's one it. from Andrew Rich. All right. Andrew T. Rich, follow him there. Uh, what are your opinions on men who call themselves fem- feminists? Great. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I think it's great unless they're pandering a lot of guys are doing it to to play the game sure. and to get laid a lot of guys tell me they're lesbians it's you know it's come on man it's big you know on, like it's to me this is something i was going to say in the intro but i didn't end up putting it in but like it's not about gender it's not about men versus women it's about ethics it's about equality it's about people being treated fairly and people being allowed to do whatever they want to do with their lives, as long as they're not harming other people or doing things to other people that, that people don't want to have done to them. It's got nothing to do with men and women. It's as simple as you do this job. This is how you get treated, regardless of whether you have a penis or a vagina, you call yourself a feminist, you call yourself a lesbian, straight, male, female, he, she, you have a dick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I feel badly about saying that thing about my friend's joke. It's a very funny joke and it always gets a laugh, but I, it, heebie-jeebies me it makes me feel uncomfortable Listen, which that's part of it's the little okay. comedy you're you're allowed to have you're allowed to have uh a you know an opinion you, you you said it respectfully and you're allowed to disagree it's okay right, it's cool. you know you didn't say anything bad you didn't throw shit on it you just right. whatever uh and that's what this podcast is about we had a great discussion you're great you're great we're great we're great i miss us okay <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was the wrong noise to make. Um, the throw-up noise? The th- well, no, that was like a stressed throat clench noise. Oh, I thought you were puking. Like, <laughs> no, the no throwing up's like this. It sounded exactly <laughs> the same. Don't ever go into sound effects. As a, don't ever go a into radio plays? Yeah, don't ever <laughs> do radio plays as your job. <laughs> You're not going to be... <laughs> Why does that girl sound like she's puking all the time on that no, show? No, no, it's stress throat closure. No, she's coughing. Is that even a thing? Yeah. Sounds like she's puking. What do you want to plug? Do you want to plug something? Um, plug your oxygen show. Yeah, the oxygen show. That's going to be great. Funny Girls on Oxygen. This... And that'll be positive women on television. It'll be really cool. Good. Uh, this Wednesday, so I don't know when this is coming out. Hmm? This comes out Monday. Okay, great. So Wednesday at I.O., I have a new one-woman musical, Improv Olympic. It's taken up my entire life uh, for the past few months, and uh, it's great. It's called Under the Water at 7. Great. Oxygen will be there. Taping it for yeah. the show. Go yeah. see Scout. She's really terrific. Uh, she's extremely talented. I'm not just saying that because I've been inside of her. Okay, that was very <laughs> uncomfortable for me. It was too funny to say. I had to say. It's just too funny. I had to say it. It made me laugh. Hopefully, it made the kids at home laugh. Sure. Hopefully, hopefully the there are no kids aren't listening now. to this. Mom, I'm so uh, sorry. Just one more time. You did a wonderful job of raising me.
Oh, that's to your mom? It's to my mom. My parents don't listen. My mom might. All right. She's a hip lady. Go see Scout. I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Durwood. I apologize. Ms. Durwood. Ms. Durwood. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to make do a feminist flaw there. Sorry, Ms. Durwood. I'm just joking around. We never had sex. We only held hands, went to McDonald's. That's true. That is true. We've done that. that. Uh, thank you for being here. Go see Scout. And, Thanks for uh, having me. Don't forget, check JoeDeRosaComedy.com for the Southern Tour dates in December. And uh, I uh, subscribe to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.